0: Welcome to today's edition of Transformation Radio, radio that matters. Lord,
1: I come, I confess, bowing here, I find my rest. Without you, I fall apart. You're the one that guides my heart. Lord, I need you. Oh I oh defense my oh god how i need
2: you. hey everybody it's doug maruzik second to third phase i'm just going to give a little testimony about uh what the lord has done in my life uh, before i come to the refuge i did not believe in god or i just thought that Christians were weak and I come to the refuge and found out that I was completely wrong. It's uh, been the hardest thing in my life to really find out who I am and, uh, and where I needed to work on things and uh, I have a new, uh, a new role model which is Christ and it's, uh, he's a hard one to become like and I'm finding that out more and more every day. So I just want to try to motivate you guys that are down on the farm or in second phase to keep trying to get closer and closer to the Lord and uh, find out how that works for you. Just stay in the Word and uh, keep pressing on. Uh, Remain patient. Don't let those hard days take you out. But uh, I love you all. Peace. Our reading
3: in the New Testament today will be from the book of Romans, chapter 6, verses 1 through 23. Here's some of what we'll read about in today's passages. If God loves to forgive, why not give him more to forgive? If forgiveness is guaranteed, do we have the freedom to sin as much as we want? Well, Paul's forceful answer is no. Such an attitude, deciding ahead of time to take advantage of God, shows that a person does not understand the seriousness of sin. God's forgiveness does not make sin less serious. His son's death for sin shows us the dreadful seriousness of sin. Jesus paid with his life so we could be forgiven. The availability of God's mercy must not become an excuse for careless living and moral laxness. As we read on in today's passage, we'll see in the church, in Paul's day, immersion was the usual form of baptism. That is, new Christians were completely buried in water... They understood this form of baptism to symbolize the death and burial of the old way of life. Coming up out of the water symbolized resurrection to new life with Christ. If we think of our old sinful life as dead and buried, we have a powerful motive to resist sin. We can consciously choose to treat the desires and temptations of the old nature as if they were dead. Then we can continue to enjoy our wonderful new life with Jesus. Now, finally, you're to be free to choose. We are creatures of choice made in God's image. You're free to choose between two masters, but you're not free to adjust the consequences of your choice. Each of the two masters pays with his own kind of currency. The currency of sin is, in fact, death. That is all you can expect or hope for in life without God. Christ's currency is eternal life, new life with God that begins on earth and continues forever and ever with God. And with that, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. July 20th, the New Testament, Romans chapter 6, verses 1 through 23. Well then, should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of His wonderful grace? Of course not. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? Or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we joined Him in His death? For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. Since we have been united with him in his death, we will also be raised to life as he was. We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. For when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. And since we died with Christ, we know we will also live with him. We are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead and he will never die again. Death no longer has any power over him. When he died, he died once to break the power of sin, but now that he lives, he lives for the glory of God. So you also should consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Christ Jesus. Do not let sin control the way you live. Do not give in to sinful desires, Do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. Instead, give yourselves completely to God, for you were dead, but now you have new life. So use your whole body as an instrument to do what is right for the glory of God. Sin is no longer your master, for you no longer live under the requirements of the law. Instead, you live under the freedom of God's grace. Well then, since God's grace has set us free from the law— Does that mean we can go on sinning? Of course not. Don't you realize that you become the slave of whatever you choose to obey? You can be a slave to sin, which leads to death, or you can choose to obey God, which leads to righteous living. Thank God, once you were slaves of sin, but now you wholeheartedly obey this teaching we have given you. Now you are free from your slavery to sin and you have become slaves to righteous living. Because of the weakness of your human nature, I am using the illustration of slavery to help you understand all this. Previously, you let yourselves be slaves to impurity and lawlessness, which led ever deeper into sin. Now you must give yourselves to be slaves to righteous living, so that you will become holy. When you were slaves to sin, you were free from the obligation to do right. And what was the result? You are now ashamed of the things you used to do, things that end in eternal doom. But now you are free from the power of sin and have become slaves of God. Now you do those things that lead to holiness and result in eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord.
2: Hey guys, it's Nick Bailey coming to you live from Veritas Church. I really just wanted to give an affirmation to my brother Dustin Grant. Dude, I love you, and I'm super encouraged and happy to see what God is doing in your life. And also, you know, it's just been a privilege walking this thing out with you, man. So I'm just excited to see what God has for your future, dude. So just keep it up. I'm proud of you. I love you, buddy.
4: Through your heart I'm running through your heart in through your heart
3: And now, just before we have a reading from the book of Psalms, let's give an overview here of chapter 16, verses 1 through 11. At one time or another, we try to impress friends by name-dropping. If we've personally known a famous person, for example, we may casually mention this fact to others. True saints are not necessarily famous, but they live as God desires. Seek the company of those who can build you up spiritually, those who are committed to God And have the right perspective on life. By the way, this psalm is often called the Messianic Psalm because it's quoted in the New Testament as referring to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Both Peter and Paul quoted from this psalm when speaking of Christ's bodily resurrection. And now from the book of Psalms, Psalm chapter 16, verses 1 through 11, a Psalm of David. Keep me safe, O God, for I have come to you for refuge. I said to the Lord, "'You are my master. Every good thing I have comes from you. The godly people in the land are my true heroes. I take pleasure in them. Troubles multiply for those who chase after other gods. I will not take part in their sacrifices of blood, or even speak the names of their gods. Lord, you alone are my inheritance, my cup of blessing. You guard all that is mine.' The land you have given me is a pleasant land. What a wonderful inheritance. I will bless the Lord who guides me. Even at night my heart instructs me. I know the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken, for He is right beside me. No wonder my heart is glad, and I rejoice. My body rests in safety, for you will not leave my soul among the dead, or allow your Holy One to rot in the grave you will show me the way of life, granting me the joy of your presence and the pleasures of living with you forever. Proverbs chapter 19, verses 20 and 21. Get all the advice and instruction you can, so you will be wise the rest of your life. You can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose will prevail.
1: Once again, I say amen, and it's still raining, but as the thunder rolls, I barely hear you whisper through the rain, I'm with you, and as your mercy falls, I raise my hands and praise the God who gives takes away And I'll praise you And praise the God who gives and takes away Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth.
0: Good morning, everyone. This is Dustin Holbrook. I just wanted to tell you all thank you for listening to Transformation Radio this morning. And I'd like to pray us out. Dear Heavenly Father, I just come to you right now in thankfulness and gratefulness as I always do. Father, I love you. I love what you're doing in my life and what you're doing in all of my brother's lives here at the refuge. Um. I thank you for bringing me and my brothers as far as you have brought us out of the darkness that we was in before we got here, Lord, and I just uh, give you all the praise for just bringing us out of the darkness that we was in and uh, letting us be a light to the world and to our families and the ones that are standing behind us and believes in us. Um, there's just so much that, that I could say and so, so many things that I could thank you for, Lord, and and. Uh, and you know our hearts, Lord, and I, just, I just, uh, just ask that you just be with us through the rest of this day and the rest of the time that we're here in the refuge and as we go on throughout the, our lives following you, Lord. And in your son's precious name I pray, amen.